If you have your Bibles, please turn with me to the book of the Hebrews. We'll be looking at two parts. Chapter 2. And follow along with the chapter 2, verse 14 through 17. If you'll follow along with me, we're going For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that has the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them into who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily we took not upon him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Now turn with me to chapter 4, if you will. Same book of Hebrews. Seeing that we have a great high priest that is passed under the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast the profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, oh, that we may find obtain mercy and grace to help us. In the times of need. Pray with me for a moment if you will. Father God our Lord and Savior. We stand here. Almost in the very same place. That I believe. That you. God and you the Savior of the world. Lord we thank you for being here today. We thank you for your precious word. Now Lord we're going to thank you for what you're going to do for us here. And in the future, we ask you to give us grace and mercy that will help us along the way. Now, Lord, we're going to thank and praise you. May you be highlighted here today in this worship service. Thank you, love you, and praise you. Amen. I want to, for a little while, just a few moments, speak to your hearts. And if it's the Lord's will, I'll get you out of here so you can get the, the restaurants and get lunch. But if he, the Holy Spirit, comes in here today and he's already here, and you'll be late for lunch, that'll be fine. That'll be good. But I want to speak to our hearts today. A great high priest. The great high priest. In a way of introduction, let me go back to the Old Testament economy. The high priest, once a year, he would go into the Holy of Holies. Only he was allowed to go in. He went in all for sacrifices for himself, for his sins. And the nation Israel. But I want you to notice some stuff with me today. When he would go into the holies of holies. 
there was a provision made if God killed him while he wasn't there, they wasn't allowed to go in. So they had made, I'm going to use this expression of rope to drag him out of there. Because in the Old Testament economy, you wasn't allowed to touch a dead person or anything of that nature. But I want to share this with you, and I'm going to share it from a heart of love. And this is a message I didn't do. God gave me this message. And let me show you why. Preach asked me what I speak for him now. I said, I always tell him this. If I'm here, I can get it done, but I may be gone. Now, a way of introduction. We all know the Christmas story, don't we? What happened at the Christmas story? Why is God a great high priest that he is? Why is he a merciful high priest that he is? So the story goes on in the book of Luke. That the shepherds came and they found baby Jesus lying in a manger. And the story goes on to tell us how he was wrapped in swaddling clothes. Luke didn't tell us the whole story. There's another part of this story I want to share with you, and that's what the part I'm going to share with you today. God had made a son in the image of you and I. He clothed him in human flesh. That's the part that Luke didn't tell us. That's the reason why today he's a merciful high priest. We can touch him. And he knows what we're going through in life. He knows when I'm hurting. He knows when I'm hungry. He knows when I need help. That's a merciful high priest. According to Matthew, when he gave up the ghost, the veil from the temple went. It split from top to bottom. Well, you and I don't have to tell somebody else about my troubles. I don't have to tell Preacher Hilton what I'm going through. I can go to God today personally and sit down and talk with him. I don't need a high priest in the physical realm of life. I need Jesus. You can go anytime, anytime at night, 24-7. You're welcome there. And that's why he's such a merciful high priest. Because of who he is. And because of what God made him to be, that he can touch our infirmities. He knows what we're going through. He knows what's in my heart about my sister. He knows the sorrow that you and I will face. He knows what it's like to go to a gravesite. And the sorrow and the hurt that we have. Great friend. Lazarus was a great friend of Jesus. Mary and Martha. He loved them. Lazarus died. 
He did not. Lazarus died. Mary and Martha got the news to him. And according to the song, he was, what, three, four days late, but he was on time. Let me tell you what death does to us. Death separates us from families. Death separates us from life here on earth. And Jesus said, Mary, Martha, where is yes? And Jesus wept. Tell me death doesn't do damage to our life. It separates. Jesus wept. It allows us to grave. It hurts. He's the merciful high priest. He brings mercy to us. He did not take on the angel. He did not take on the form of an angel. He took on the form of a human being. And he walked the face of this earth. And knows what we were going to face. I don't know what I'll face tomorrow, but I know that God knows what tomorrow will bring. He's a merciful high priest. He sits high and he looks low. He's God and he's a God man. He's still making petition for you and I. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. You know, I'm thinking this, and this is what I'm paraphrasing. I'm thinking he's talking to his father. said, those folks are in trouble. They need help. He sent his son to help us to make it along the way. He's a merciful high priest. Reasons. Christ suffered on this earth for you and I. He didn't suffer for himself. He suffered for preacher Hilton. He suffered for each and every one of us that's in here today. He suffered for you and I. I want to share some stuff with you. You said never have, but it did happen to the mighty, the mighty son of God. It happened to him. Folks, Jesus. When life throws roadblocks in your way, you have a merciful high priest that you can talk to. That he might, as God, he could. Let me share this. In this theology, a theological question, you work it out. He said, he died. Yes, he did. But you remember what I started this sermon with? He was clothed in what? Human flesh. God cannot die. God cannot die. God will not die because he is God. He's God. God's not going to die. Listen, you and I is going to have a change to get out of here. A change is coming. For you and I, get us out of here. I'm looking forward, and I want to share this with you. I'm looking forward to God calling me home. Too many problems I had to face. He's going to get me out of here, Brother Hilton. He's going to get us all out of here. He knows him. And folks, if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior today, you need to get to know him. Like I said earlier, some 50 years ago, I got to know him. It's always been joy to know my Lord and Savior. Amen. 
my worst times in life, I can call on him and he'll help me. He's a merciful high priest. Let me tell you what's going on in his life as a merciful high priest. He was rejected. He wasn't accepted in the world in which he came. He was rejected. Let me tell you what's going on in our world today. People have still rejected him. He's offered his love to us, and he's still being rejected. He was rejected. Great high priest. He was beaten. Christ was beaten. Many stripes. He never said, if you can find it in the scriptures, show it to me. He never said, I don't know. I don't know. He was willing. He was a merciful high priest. He was talked about. Let me say this. We hear it every day. People being homeless. Our Lord and Savior was homeless. Homeless. He had nowhere to lay his head. Oh, it's like the birds of the air have a nest. The fox has holes in the earth, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. He was homeless. A merciful high priest. Merciful. He is so merciful to look at yourself today and say, what am I doing here? Because he's a merciful high priest. He knew we needed help. God sent his son because the world in which we live in, we needed help. We need help, Brother Marcus. I need him every day. He was mocked. You know that? Christ was mocked. God, God's son was mocked, and God's son is being mocked today, and we're not standing up to defend this one we call the great high priest. We're not defending him. He defended you. He's defending you. He was beaten. Then it always happened. He was beaten. He was whipped. And you know the story when he was at the cross. If you were so and so come down. Let me tell you this. If we'd have come off that cross, there'd have never been any hope for us. There'd have never been no hope. But he stood there like this. I don't know what was going through his mind. But he had a call. He had a purpose. And that purpose was God sent his son to a world that needed help, a world that was broken, and our world is still broken today. This world is dark, and we need to get out of here. We need to be light of the world. Let people know that there is a Savior. Let people know. What is it? Let my life speak for me. Let my life he was crucified, you know? Yeah, we know that, don't we? He was crucified. You know what? Jesus was laid in the barred tomb. He didn't have a grave site like you and I have got. Or if we have one, 
He was laid in the barred tomb. On a Friday afternoon, and in the first day of the week, somebody come by looking for him, but he's not there. Aren't you glad he weren't there? He weren't there. So where is he at? Let me tell you what you can find today. You say, where is he at? He's here. In the presence of he, the Holy Spirit, he's here. If you're having problems in life, don't wait till I get through preaching. Make your way towards him. And God will give you a new life. It'll be brand new. You've never been experiencing it before. It'll be new. It'll be new. He was mocked at the cross. He was beaten. He was spit upon. He was whipped. He was denied. You know, Peter, you know the story of Peter. Peter denied him. I don't know him. Get to know him. Get to know him, Peter said. But Jesus said, Peter, you will deny him. Not me. Get to know him. Get to know him. He was put into a barred tomb. Tempted and tried. But he never, he never find, you'll never find it in Scripture where he said, I will deny my father. He said, I come, I come to do the will of the one that sent me. Folks, we need to get busy and do what God wants us to do. And let's get people saved through He, the Holy Spirit. Sure, what you know about Jesus Christ? What do you know about Him? Oh, yeah, we knew He rose on the third day. But the greatest thing about all of that, He made a way for you. He made a way for individuals to come to Jesus Christ, to the Father. As, how do you come? As you are, you can't get dressed up. You can't put on a suit. You can't put on a tie. God says, come as you are, just as you are, and I'll make you new. I'll clean you up just as you are. He didn't tell you to get saved to make it. He said, come as you are. Brother John, I can't clean myself up. I can't get clean enough. But he said, come and I'll clean you today. At this moment that you accept him as Lord and Savior, he'll clean you up. You'll never be the same. If you live a hundred years, you'll never be the same. He'll clean you up. He had a barred tomb. Where is that today? He said, it's not barred. It's a permanent place. He said, you can come and go with me. I'll wait. I'm paraphrasing this. God is waiting to see what's happening. He knows what's going to happen. He was tempted and he was tried. He rose to 
third day. I said a little bit earlier, God's not going to die, folks. You can't kill him. He's going to be here forever. So if he's going to be here forever and live forever, why don't we have enough confidence and faith? I will trust you today, Lord, to get me there. I will trust you. Whatever Whatever happens in your life, whatever happens in my life, trust God to get us there, and he'll get you there. Our great, he's merciful. He's a merciful God. So, let me move on. I got to get you out of here for lunch. He knew how one felt. He knows, Brother Cornelius, how you feel. He knows how I feel. He knows my heart's a little bit heavy this morning. The call of incident happened yesterday. But it was God's will at that time to get him out of here. And now we must face the sorrow and feel the pain of loneliness. But there's coming, and let me tell you this, there's coming a time when I won't cry anymore. That's right. There's coming a time, there's coming a time, there's going to be joy. And I'm going to share this with you this morning, church. If I never speak another message, if I never try to preach another, I'll see you in heaven. I'll see you in glory. I'll see you with God. And we'll all be around the throne of God. We'll all be there. We'll all be there. A merciful high priest. So merciful. He seen Curly needed help. He seen that I was on the way to a demon's hell and I needed help. He come by, come by that Sunday morning, Brother Cornelius. And God saved me. I'm not going to worry about where I'm going to be at tomorrow. I know, I know, I know that it's in my heart and I'll be with him in glory. I won't shed no more tears. I'll be joy, I'll be joy, joy, joy. He's a merciful high priest. That's who he is. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Give me a minute. Let me just praise my Lord here today. Praise. The joy in our hearts. A few more seasons will come. A few more days will roll. And I'll be gone. I'll be going home. Come. And I hope every one of us is like me, be ready to go home. So if he's a merciful high priest, he's got to be great, don't he? He's got to be a great high priest. Folks, if you walk out of this sanctuary today and look outside, look what he created. He's, he's greater than that. God's greater than anything you'll ever see on the face of the earth. He's greater. 
He's our great high priest. He is better than the prophets. He was appointed by God. God. Through him, he's better than the angels. He's better than angels, but God gave us some protection. The angels is around us, watching after us, taking care of us. He's greater than they are. Excuse me. Because of his relationship, let me tell you what. We need a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We need to learn to walk with him. I'm not saying you don't, but there's relationships. Relationships. He's greater. He's better than angels because of his rank. He's better than angels. That's how great a God. That's why great a high priest we have, Brother Ron. He's greater than anything you can imagine. He's greater. Listen, he's greater than King David. King David gives us the Psalms in the Scripture. He's greater than King David. He's greater than the Apostle Paul. We have the epistles that we can read. The Apostle Paul pinned down is greater than Paul. That's our great high priest. He's greater than you. But he's your great high priest. We have someone we can talk to. He's better than Moses. You know the story of Moses? Moses went down the land of Egypt to bring his people out of there. He said, God said, Moses, how great you are. God said, I'm greater than you, Moses. I'm greater than Moses. He's greater than Joshua. He's greater than Aaron. He's greater than anything you can imagine. The great high priest. He gave us all. He's better than Joshua. I just said, told you, they're better than Aaron and all the apostles. Even though they was hand, he handpicked them, brother Ron, he's greater than they are because he's God's son, his relationship to God. He's greater. He's greater. He's greater. He's better than Paul. And all the apostles, he's greater than they are. We have a great high priest. I can talk to God when my wife's laying in bed asleep in the midnight hour. I can talk to God. I can talk to my great high priest, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's great. He is great. I'm getting ready to close. Well, I won't quite get you out early enough there, but anyway, let's let the Lord have his way. Have his way. Let me say this. When you and I at the graveside of a loved one, you know the agony 
You know the sorrow, and you know the pain. Jesus has been there. He's been there. You can rely on him. You can rely upon him. I will fail you. I probably failed as a husband. I have not been the husband God maybe wanted me to be. But I'm telling you, there's one thing for sure and two things for certain. God will never fail you. He will never fail you. In closing, I want to make a point. We talk today, you hear a lot of talk about the rapture of church. God's going to get us out of here. He didn't tell me when he was going to get me out of here. He hasn't told you. But we know, what we know, we know that we're going to leave if time carries on. I want to share something with you. If there's one under the sound of my voice, listen very carefully what I'm going to tell you. If you don't know Jesus today, you're walking on very, very thin ice. You say, well, I made it today. There'll be no guarantee you'll make it tomorrow. No guarantee. The Bible won't give you a guarantee that you'll make it tomorrow. But I want to share this with you. Years ago, on the day of Pentecost, the church had its beginning. The church is going to have an end on earth. It's going to have an end. God started to build, to begin to build his church on the day of Pentecost. The church isn't completed yet. But I'm going to tell you this. When the last person on the face of the earth is gets saved, the church will be finished. We don't know when that last person will be. Only God knows. But let me warn you today. Don't wait to see which one is the last. Because as soon as that person is saved, that last one is saved, God's going to rapture the church out of here. Get us out of this mess if we're still here. Folks, we're living in a world that's dark out there. It's a broken world that we're living in. But we can be the light of the world. Jesus said we could be it. I'm going to ask the pastor to come. If there's one, two, ever how many to come and get it right with God. I'm telling you to get it right today. Tomorrow is not promised. As the choir comes and sings a song of invitation, you have this opportunity to come. And not only for that, you may have a serious problem you're facing. Come and talk to the preacher. Preacher, I need you to pray for me. And let's get it right. Folks, we all need each other. We all need each other. And if you don't have a problem today, give yourself some time to have a problem tomorrow. If you don't have one tomorrow, just give yourself time. But I want to encourage you to come just as you are and ask Jesus to come in your life. And if you're sincere, Jesus will save you.
today.